So I forgot to mention before, we it was perfect that we talked about James Wan mm-hmm. with Saw, and you were talking about Final Destination. Yeah. Because that's James Wong. Okay. And for the longest time, I thought they were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> turns out they're not. Yeah. Turns out not all Asians are the same person. No. No, they're not. No. Um, so this is a random thing that I wanted to talk about, but mm-hmm. we just led into it. Um, I don't know if it was be- if it's because James Wan is Asian himself, but I appreciated the fact that we had two Asian characters in the movie. Right. That didn't need to be Asian. Like that wasn't a plot point at all. Exactly. And it seems like way too often in any genre when you have something like that, that's them for a reason. Um, There's a movie, uh, somebody that I follow uh, is, his name's Joe Lynch. Mm -hmm. And he made a movie a few years ago at this point. It's got a whole bunch of problems associated with it. Uh, that I won't get into, but one of the things that I loved is so that the premise is it's about LARPers, yeah, and it's a horror comedy about LARPers. Um, okay, one I've of seen the, a couple documentaries about LARPers. I have too, uh, and one of the stars is Peter Dinklage. Okay, who's awesome. Yeah, I watched Fan- Game of Thrones. I fantastic awesome. actor, but even in Game of Thrones, he he's plays a little person, right? Yeah. So in Knights of Bad Astem, though, that is not a factor at all. Like mm-hmm. they cast him because he's an awesome actor. Yeah. Not because he's a little person. Yeah. And I love it when I see stuff like that because that's just real life. Like you talk to somebody at the bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're Asian or a little person has zero. Right. It's, it's like watching British TV or movies. It's like, hey, look, there's an interracial couple, and no one's talking about the fact that they're an interracial couple. Yeah, I want to, I want to live in that world. Yeah, it. Uh, Which I guess we can, and it's England. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> this is the last. Uh, this is the last recording. Justin's officially moving. Woo. So, yeah. Well, it's been pleasure. Yeah, I'll see you because you. I mean, just... London's getting a good tech scene, so. <laughs> so I'll go get a flat. The uh, find a flatmate. The other the other one that comes to mind in the genre was uh, it's a movie called Unidentified, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, it's a pretty cool, obviously alien movie, and like obviously alien movie. I'd... Three quarters of the cast is Asian. Okay, for no reason, and then, then I loved it. Like the, yeah. the fact that they just were like, "All right, this is who these people are." Um, yeah, and is I it racist that. that we're talking about? I love how race isn't a factor. No, I think. <laughs> I think that in order to progress, you have to be aware. Yeah. Like the whole joke, like you don't see color or whatever. Like you can see it. It just isn't a factor or you don't right. react to it or what It's not you. part of the decision-making process in any way. Exactly. Exactly. And that's really what the way that I felt with the, I think his name was Singh, the, the detective. He was just the best oh. actor. I think yeah. he was the best actor in the movie. Ken, I don't remember Aaron Long or Lang. I don't know. Yeah, it's an EU. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's El Wis, by the way. Based El off Wis? Of, yes, off okay. Of quick Google. Um, you ready to dive in? Yeah. So, Carrie Elwes, it was terrible in this movie, right? Really? Absolutely. Oh. I didn't. I didn't think he was terrible. I didn't think he was great. 
That's so. Yeah, but it didn't stick. <clears throat> Some of the emotional stuff didn't exactly land, but nothing stuck out as bad to me. He sounded like he was doing his Christian Bale Batman voice at, at the, the time, very man. beginning. Yes. He sounded very gruff, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's because the director was like, "Hey, we don't want to until we see your face. We don't want to know it's Carrie Elways." Oh, I'm gonna keep saying Elways until I <laughs> until he get it corrects you personally. Yes. So I think, and that's something that I remembered from the beginning, the very first time seeing this is like, this is the Princess Bride, man. Like he should yeah. have some acting chops, and I don't feel like I saw it at all. But that's the other thing that's hard to quantify is that it's bad acting is subjective. Yeah. And I really feel like he was pretty terrible in this movie, man. I mean, it, his, I can't, I mean, what he's known for, at least in my mind is the princess bride and Robin Hood men in tights. And all he had to do was act like a cool, arrogant guy. And that's kind of both roles. And he nailed it. This one. Yeah. Like I said, some of the emotional things fell flat. I didn't think he was terrible. But yeah, I was. I didn't think he was particularly good. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably my biggest beef with the movie is his performance, mm-hmm. which sucks because he's, uh, I guess, other than Danny Glover, he's the biggest name associated with it. Right. Uh, uh, this was kind of like his re- kind of like return, right? Yeah, I think so. Because after this, he was on like Psych and stuff. I don't know that show. It's a good show. Um. You know what I show it's I like maybe? hate? Maybe it was Burn Notice. You know what show I hate? First of all, Burn Notice. Yeah, I know. I kn- yes, we've talked about your and hatred of Burn Notice. Two, and two is the uh, Monk. Ugh, yeah. I hate Monk. I thought I, I liked Monk for a bit, and uh, then I was like, oh, I, saw, like, I really like the show. One Let me watch it, and then I didn't like the Jesus. show. Jesus, oh, it's bad. Um, so Adam, the other guy that's in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer of the movie. Oh, he's the writer? He's the writer. He's huh. went on. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. So he wrote um, like Insidious, Insidious 2, directed Insidious 3. He's wow. he's James Wan's writing partner. Okay. Um, and he's done acting and stuff. He, re- he wrote uh, a pretty cool little movie called Cooties, which is basically like mm-hmm. zombies that only affects kids. That's that's really cool. So like uh, him and cool Rain, him and Rain Wilson and Elijah Wood are the teachers, and they just have to like run around killing all these students, these little kids. They're killing them because they turn into zombies. That sounds like a great fucking premise. That would be a nightmare movie to make. So it, uh, I think they pulled it off six out of ten percent. That didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I went from a fraction to a percentage in the middle. <laughs> That's the American education system, folks. Uh, you're welcome. Try to do the math on that one. But no, I think it's it's definitely worth watching. It's not without its flaws and things like that. But uh, he's a super, super talented dude. And I think that's the thing as I watch the whole film that I see is like you see the fact that this is a film mm-hmm. that you have to almost watch unto itself this isn't right. they weren't trying to make one of the biggest series ever no they were making a tiny indie mystery movie right more so and it's it's very tight and it's that's one of the things like i didn't remember because i haven't seen it since the theater is how 
how interlaced the story is, how tight it is, and how good that interlacing is. Yeah, I think they with this, all the questions are really answered. Right. Yeah. Um, it is the degree of uh, super ability for Jigsaw to plan all that stuff. Yeah. But I think that's the suspension of disbelief that you have to give for something like this. Yeah. But, I mean, they're tiny little nitpicks, but... But overall, I think part. I think that's the thing is like this movie gets constantly shoved in that like this is the beginning of the torture porn thing. Right. There's hardly there's no torture in this. There movie. is so much gore that happens off screen in this movie. Yeah. And that's another thing that I didn't I didn't remember. Um, I think you said his name was Singh, the the detective. Uh-huh. Um, he gets shotgunned. Sp- point blank in the top of the head and like you only see it from the neck down because mm-hmm. this is a tiny little movie that they were making like right. this is something that was just made and picked up i believe so that's like I, you i have to i watch it through those lenses that this is a tiny indie movie right. and it feels like that right and i think they pulled it off completely i yeah, really do to be fair the only time you kind of realize that it's a tiny little movie is that parking garage what about Which, the car chase? No, I think that I think stylistically that I didn't I didn't think it was necessary, but maybe it, that I liked the franticness in the reverse bear trap mm-hmm. scene, um, and I didn't think like I didn't think it was a great choice for that, mm-hmm. but I maybe it was done out of necessity for the budget Mm -hmm. but i just took it as a stylistic choice okay so i didn't even think about it in that way right um one of the things that i noticed quickly and then i confirm so i noticed so carrie ellis is interacting with the chat that his daughter in the movie Mm -hmm. and he's referencing her her tootsie yes okay and not even her tootsies which i would feel like would be toes her tootsie must be her entire foot and my the note that i wrote was Carrie Elwes doesn't have kids. Okay? I think the writer didn't have kids, maybe. That's true. But I also Googled and confirmed he has one child now, but the child was born three years after this movie was released, probably mm-hmm. four or five years after this movie was filmed. Because as a dad, like I can look and see like the awkwardness. Yeah, it was in, it was stilted. In people that are trying to, to play the dad thing. And, and that's partially for me feeds into the bad job that Carrie Elwes did. To me, I, that's I I took that to think, oh, the writer doesn't know how to interact with children, so And that and that's true, but if Carrie Elwes like, had kids, he would superpose that. He would be like he would come up with something else. Like I feel like I'm not an actor. Yeah. But you put me in that position, I would come up with something genuine that so the kid isn't doesn't have to act and pretend to give me its Tootsie. I could just right. say like I'm going to tickle you or whatever, you know, I'm going to grab your nose, whatever it is to genuinely interact with the child. So you're getting the child's not acting. You're getting a real visceral reaction out of the kid. Yeah. Um, It was more of less of a commentary on Elwes, but more just like people in general that you can you can tell when people have kids and when they don't. Yeah, definitely. Um, An annoying thing that happened throughout the film was that they don't think that we can read. So Jigsaw would do voiceovers and read like the back of photos yeah, and the little notes in the cards and things like that. 
But I think that's more of a problem with movies. As someone who reads slowly, I appreciated that. And so Jigsaw is, you don't know it till the end, that he's an on-screen character, but he's almost entirely off-screen character. So you don't get a lot of those character moments. Mm -hmm. And that just gives you a little more... That's true. Hey, so it gives you here's some more jigsaw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't disagree with that. Um, which you and I both obviously remembered the the big reveal at the end more so right. than anything. I didn't even remember Zeb. I think Zeb, it was Zeb, who we referenced as Ben the whole time. Yes, <laughs> from it's ben. Lost. Uh, so Ben, I didn't even recall that he was there. But why, when you try to watch it through the filter of not knowing the reveal. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clever because you would buy oh, completely yeah. that that's just him. Yeah, like, I I was kind of watching it towards the end and being upset that I knew the twist because I because of the boom and us just goofing on it the entire time. The first time around, I didn't give the... I didn't think about the movie as much. I didn't give it the reverence. Reverence is maybe the right word, but I didn't give it enough of my attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time around, but then like... You you obviously see the ending. Um, yeah, which you're not going to forget. So That's I wasn't what really, I wasn't really following the plot as much mm-hmm. during the during the first viewing, but knowing that and then seeing you, that's how I I could appreciate the weaving. And I was a little upset that I already knew the end mm-hmm. because it was so well done that I wanted it to to take me by surprise. Yeah, it, re- it really was well done. I mean, I, I the whole time though I was like sitting there like all right so he laid on the floor for eight hours like yeah he didn't have to make a toot at any point like he did they he had cancer and like they showed him coughing like at the end of recording one of the Colon tapes cancer no less. like he didn't yeah so there was some toots yeah i would imagine um but i did like that his first reaction was to stretch and just like ah oh, fuck that was a long eight hours <laughs> that's exactly uh. what it was. that's exactly what happened um yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, and who would have thought, like, do you, there's no way that Tobin Bell would have thought that he would have become like a Freddy or a Jason from just laying on the floor. Like he yeah. had three, not really scenes, but he had, so he laid on the floor. Yeah. He laid in the bed. Mm-hmm. And then I think he stood, He they had one shot of him wearing like that cloak. Yeah, he was in like the the boxing robe or whatever. Yeah. And you only actually saw him in one, so it could have yeah. even not been him when it, it probably was, wasn't. When when he was he was covered. So mm-hmm. like two of the three moments when you see him, he's literally laying down with his eyes closed. Yeah. And his only acting would have been to do ADR. Right. And to stand with his hands up for like a three second shot. Mm-hmm. And then he turn he ends up being able to turn that into a complete villain that's now yeah. in the the pop culture. Right. Jigsaw, that's crazy. Jigsaw is a part of pop culture. That's insane that this little movie started all that. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of, we were talking about lightning in the bottle when we were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I think that's, this is the same example of that. Like nobody could have ever thought. Right. That Blair Witch, Paranormal Activity. Yeah. And this same is right. Thing. Exactly with those. Um, so it sounds like overall you really seems like you're very positive coming out of it. I really am. Um, one little nitpick at the end. I didn't like I didn't like the rewind. The I felt like it was a bit like the movie is very clever, but I felt like the rewind was a bit, hey, look how clever we are. 
is it that or are they making it for the general audience like a bigger wider audience that's going to have to have things explained to them more maybe i mean i imagine that's i i'm not saying it couldn't Mm -hmm. be the we're clever thing but that's i think something that uh you constantly kind of have to weigh as a filmmaker is how smart are the people that are watching this movie and maybe it was a studio note or something who knows but I I felt it was a little indulgent and a little, I don't know, a little Stephen Moffat-y. I, uh, so I did appreciate, too, a couple of the moments that I made notes about that were frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. And then the film took them away from me, like, mm, can't complain at us about that. So, like, yeah. when Danny Glover was talking to himself, like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to take these pictures of you, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, I made the note, like, he's doing pretty dumb voiceover talking to himself. But then they made a point to say, dude went nuts. Yeah, he's so, he went completely crazy. Because at that when you originally see that, you think he might still be staking it out with his partner or whatever. Right, you th- yeah. Um, yeah. You think he might be staking it out with his partner, and then um, when when the partner dies, you think, oh, he's like going on for his legacy or yeah. whatever. Like maybe he made it his mission to track this guy down. And no, he just went insane and obsessed over the wrong guy. Yeah. So they definitely pulled, they got one over on me. Like I thought I had one and nope, mm-hmm. they were smarter than I was. Yeah. The other one uh, was, I wrote down scariest uh, hospital parking lot ever. Yeah. And, I, I uh, put down who, how the hell is this supposed to be a hospital parking crash? And we were wrong. Yep. They got us. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So it was a seedy motel. So I, garage. I think that's clever. Like if they think, that, yeah. if they get the audience to think that they're smarter than mm-hmm. the filmmakers, and then they pull it over on them. Right. Like, and, and we've both seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, 13 years ago. I, but. I've seen it since, but I don't think at more than, t- at most, this was my fourth time seeing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always it's always good because, I don't know, I, I don't like talking during movies, but I think you and I are the type who would, in a like a big group setting, turn to your neighbor and be like oh well blah 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 and then <laughs> then, then wrong then the person says to us sitting next to us could just go you're an asshole yeah. look they that's exactly why and you're just like oh yeah remember when that baby died and it's a live pool yeah <laughs> didn't happen yeah it didn't happen the uh for it's amazing too i think part of the reason this was able to have so such legs so that it can keep going Mm -hmm. is there were tons of iconography throughout so you have jigsaw you have the pig mask yeah you have billy the puppet you have the jigsaw you have jigsaws little the little pieces Mm -hmm. of flesh and all of those things Uh, in addition to the traps there's all of these things that are super cool that just kind of make for a, a a lush world to play in right which they only play off it's only the razor wire guy who gets the jigsaw cut out of him. And then on the photograph, they, yeah, they there was the photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do, they do the iconography, but like I thought the planting seeds, I thought maybe that was going to become a thing because he's the, the first, the first victim post the entire incident that you see. And he's got the, the jigsaw cut out of him. So I just thought that was going to be a thing. Hmm. then it it wasn't but what i love about this is and we'll get to it in saw 2 all the traps are incredibly clever um 
the reverse bear trap probably being my least favorite. Um, that's your least favorite. It's because I feel it's like the some least clever. What he, they used slow acting poison like four times. That's the least clever. I think that he just, they use it at the start. I don't know. I just thought like, oh, she, she has to, she's going to kill a guy. I don't know. It was, it was the one I enjoyed the least. Okay. Because I think because he lied and all the rest, he doesn't lie. He says, here are the rules. And those are the rules mm-hmm. and that one he lied he said that the guy was dead the guy wasn't dead okay but what did the guy with the drills he didn't have any way to get out he that wasn't the story he he was just in the he was just a, probably like a homeless guy that he was experimenting on but the whole point of jigsaw is he's trying to get people to appreciate their life and has to give them a way out to choose to live but he's with him with the the drill guy. That wasn't a trap. That was an experiment. Because mm-hmm. he said you're sacrificing your life to something greater. Like okay. he's working on an elaborate trap that that is going to be a mechanism of. And but we find out that it is that entire that entire scene was for the cops. Was for the cops. Okay. Yeah, I still don't know if I buy that, but I get what you're saying. I don't know if I buy that that would fit in with the jigsaw of what he does. Like his, I think his whole point is he like he gives everybody the opportunity to make it, other than guy with the drill heads. Yeah, I don't think guy with the drill heads was a main one. No, it wasn't a main one. But if if jigsaw's whole point is I'm not a murderer, I give everybody the opportunity to make it. He gave him the opportunity. It just wasn't his own opportunity. It was the cops. Okay. I don't know if I buy that one. Let me get Lee Wanella on the phone. Have him explain himself. Good. Okay. We'll get him. The uh, the other one <coughs> that uh, I thought they laid out subtly is the affair mm-hmm. with the student. Like the way that he walked out and she gave him a smile or whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't remember the affair, but I saw that and I caught it. But he's... He said he didn't have the affair. Well, they so, were obviously doing something or at least had the date. I won't right. say affair, but they had something. It they was, had a, it, at a that rendezvous. Point, yeah, it probably wasn't physical, <clears throat> maybe emotional. Yeah, they had something going. Right. So, um, overall thoughts on Saw? Really clever. Really enjoyed it. I just smacked into the mic and that probably in, hurt everyone's ears. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I... I I liked that it was clever. It was this is why I watched Sherlock, <laughs> other than Benedict Cumberbatch's dreamy eyes. But like Sherlock, it's every episode. There's somebody being really clever, and Sherlock outclevers them. That's everything. And we, everything and we got really out. Clever. And we got out clevered. Right. <laughs> I I like getting out clevered. Yeah. It makes my brain work harder, and I enjoy that. Good. All right. I think it's gonna happen with Saul too. I don't think so. Right, Maybe it'll out. be better than I remember. 